with Pat and Stu for Glenn, who's hopefully back on Monday, 888-727-BECK, the number to call. Uh, More of the vid stuff and the shutdowns and the lockdowns and the Joe Bidens saying just 100 days, not forever, just 100 days. How long has it been that we've been wearing masks so far? I don't know. It's got to be about 300 days, right? 400 days. It's it been feels a long time. endless. It does. Yeah. I just don't think you can go to people anymore and be like, ah, come on, just, just do this thing we want you to do for a little while longer. People just don't buy it anymore. Yeah. You know? Because they're lying. This is why I'm, This is why I like the vaccine idea. I think this is our only way out of this, I think honestly. So too. I, I do too. <laughs> we just need a technological solution or we're screwed. That and more coming up in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Christmas is right around the corner. It's a perfect opportunity to give someone you love the gift that keeps on giving the best night's sleep of his or her life. That's what they're going to get when they get the product from MyPillow for a limited time. MyPillow offering premium MyPillows for the lowest price ever. Get a standard queen premium MyPillow for only $29.98. It was originally $69.98. It's a $40 savings. King size pillows are only 5 bucks more. Uh, Mike is uh, also extending his 60-day money-back guarantee, giving you until March 1st, 2021 to see for yourself. Go to MyPillow.com, click on New Radio Listener Specials. There, you'll not only find this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the including the Giza Dream Bed, uh, Dream Bed Sheets and uh, MyPillow Mattress Topper, which is great. Uh, MyPillow Towel Sets as well. They got everything. So uh, enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117 for these great radio specials. It's MyPillow.com. Uh, Pat and Stu for Glenn, 888-727-BECK. Uh, there's a, a California chef uh, that is, I mean, I think you're seeing a lot of this reaction to the ridiculous overreaches by these blue state governors, largely, and mayors. And they are, you're seeing a lot of it come from restaurants and bars. And, and it's weird because, like, they're just, like, the public face of this. It's, it's interesting in that, you know, restaurants have seen real devastation. Bars, obviously, even worse. I mean, a state like Texas... Because we had this metric set up of 15% of the hospitals filled with COVID patients means you go to, I think, 50% capacity in restaurants and bars close, I think is the way it works. There's so many restrictions and weird things like this. Like, it's hard to keep track of. Uh, But so, you know, that's happened a lot and and they've been kind of the public face. You think about some of these industries, though, that have totally gone away. I mean, like concerts. Right. You know, concert, we, we have Eric July, who's a Blaze TV contributor. Uh, love, love Eric. And he, he comes in uh, for the news and why it matters. He's been on this show. My show, Stu Does America. I'm sure Pat Gray Unleashed as well. And he, uh, he talks, he's a musician. He's a singer for a band, you know? Mm-hmm. And he, the, that whole business is just dissolved. Yeah. <laughs> like if you had a concert yeah. venue, basically you're just turned things off and for the, the thing for is the year. Uh, and the thing about that is that you know, for these bands, that's now how they make their money. They, they, the concerts are far more lucrative than the record sales yeah. because the digital record industry has just pretty much destroyed the massive amounts of money they were making from that. So they're not making the big bucks with uh, the recordings anymore. They're making the big dollars at the concert venue. Mm-hmm. And now they don't have that. Just gone. So then what do you do? Yeah, then what? I mean, you know, we talk about professional sports. Obviously, you see these professional sports leagues 
who have gone from, I mean, you watch the games, uh, you watch an NFL week uh, of games, you know, mm-hmm. half the games have zero fans and yeah. half the, f- the games yeah. have, you know, maybe 10 or 20 percent of the fans. I mean, they're talking about mm-hmm. the Super Bowl at, tw- uh, I think, 20 percent capacity. Uh, something like 15,000 people, supposedly, in the stadium, which mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't imagine what these tickets are going to cost. Uh, but you look at all that. What about minor league teams? You know, what about uh, what about like the, you know, here, I, I think this is around the country. I've been to them with the kids and other places as well. But they have the like trampoline parks and like these indoor sort of like almost like indoor amusement parks in some ways where they have trampoline parks and they have like all these cool things for kids to do. Uh, Go karts and, you know, all these things where people are sharing the same space and doing physical activity or whatever indoors. You know, I mean, I, we, we have them around us and they're open again again limited capacity and we've gone to them uh you know several times but the is anybody crowd going is, crowd is one tenth oh uh, yeah of what it was how do these places stay open i don't know well you know they're dealing with this of course at restaurants quite a bit uh there's a california chef tv personality andrew gruel uh which is a weird name for maybe it's gruel <laughs> it's probably more Maybe it's Gruel. I don't know the guy, mm-hmm. but uh, he uh, he was talking about these the 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 madness of these lockdowns and these restrictions. Listen, here's the situation. Do we take the pandemic seriously? Of course we do. Am I saying that we shouldn't close outdoor dining? Yes, I am. At every single juncture along the way here, from the beginning shutdown to today, we've listened to all of the advice from our government officials, only to be shut down over and over and over again, and then not compensated for the elements that we put in place in our businesses in order to protect our customers. We shut down indoor dining, no problem. I got a warehouse full of plexiglass right now, okay? We went outdoors, all right? Now that's getting shut down. I just put thousands Mm. of dollars into outdoor heaters. There is zero scientific evidence that proves that outdoor dining is contributing to a rise in cases related to this. I can go get a pink cockatoo for my Christmas tree, but I can't go and dine outdoors at a restaurant. I can go to Target, Amazon's making tons of money, all big businesses getting rich okay outdoor dining does not lead to any of that therefore mm. screw that we're staying open outdoors it's that simple wow that's great yeah. I, and he's right on all of that all of it there is no uh, there's no evidence that says that outdoor dining leads to a major transmission i mean it's it's very very unlikely that you're going to get it at doing outdoor dining mm-hmm. uh, and it, it, you're killing these businesses yeah. because you're not only telling them they can't have customers which is already a really big deal. But, and I've heard this from restaurant owner after restaurant owner. They are, you're doing these things to, to please the government, like putting plexiglass up and all these separators, and to make, honestly, some of the people who come to your restaurant who are scared feel better. Um, some of them might be effective. Some of them don't do much of anything. They're just feel-good measures. Mm-hmm. And you're spending all of this cash to do this and then at the end of the day, the government doesn't come back and say, hey, we know we asked you to shut down. We know we asked you to, to build these uh, you know, bubbles for everyone to sit in uh, so they can basically everyone can live inside of plastic wrap. We know you spent a fortune on that. Here's some cash for that. Now, there have been some programs that have helped with uh, with shutdowns. We know, uh, you know the PPP and there's going to be another stimulus package that comes here in the next uh, couple of months at least. Uh, it's either going to be um, probably uh, very soon or, uh, you know, late January, early February. But that's going to be another trillion dollars. And some of that money will go mm-hmm. to restaurant owners and other uh, companies to be compensated for As this stuff. As it should, because it is the government yeah. forcing them to shut down. Yeah, I will say, oh. if, if it's a state regulation, however, 
that money should probably come from the state. Yeah, not the government, uh, not the yes. federal government. Mm-hmm. I think that we have this has got a this is this is a little bit out of control. I mean, you have a lot of people who are laid off and those people, uh, you know, we have an unemployment system. Uh, there's been talk about potentially another one of these sort of stimulus bonus. Stimulus is the wrong word for this because it's not stimulus. It is. It's it's closer to eminent domain. The government has mm-hmm. taken your property. It's taken your business. It's told you to shut down. Uh, and they're supposed to compensate you for such things. Uh, I, you know, I have, there's a big libertarian part of me that does not like all of this, but I do understand sure. it in this particular circumstance. At well, yeah, some when level. the government is responsible for your yep. business being closed and you being on the verge of bankruptcy, then, you know, it's appropriate that they compensate you, I guess. Uh, but yeah, so you look at industries like restaurants and movie theaters and, well, cruise lines. When 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 are cruises going to be acceptable again? You know, I've been seeing commercials for them lately. I really? Think I think it's are they actually Norwegian? open? Yeah, they're they're they're, and selling, they're actually cruising. They're selling some cruises. They're uh, because I, I don't most know. of them have have pushed it off to twenty twenty one. sometime. I think they might be selling future cruises and trying to get people excited about that. I was surprised yeah. to see though advertising for it at this point. That is surprising. You know, I mean, there's like what about this live events business? This is a whole convention business, right? Where you have these huge conventions like Comic Con, and there's a, a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like those. What? How are those businesses planning through this? Even if you're going to have them in the near future, you're going to have to have them in a, in a separated. Uh, circumstance where you're not getting close to people and people wearing masks. They don't want to do that. It's not comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, we went, um, they had these six weeks to stop the spread or whatever. It was you know, two weeks and then another month. And that ended. And I think it was right right after that or not soon after that in Texas, they opened up uh, dining at 25% capacity uh, in, in Texas. And it was like at mm-hmm. the point where nothing was open. I mean, they really, I think Georgia had opened a little bit maybe one or two other states and I know South Dakota kind of did the whole time and a couple of other states had that had it that way but it was like big news at the time and the first day it opened we went out to a restaurant here in Texas uh, and it was interesting in that it wasn't fun you know it's one thing to say you can go to a restaurant it's yeah. another thing to go to a restaurant where everybody is masked around you you can't understand them you can't uh-huh. have fun you can't go talk to somebody you know if you're going to a bar or whatever you can't go talk to someone across the bar you, you know you, you're yeah. you, you you're freaked out because you're wondering what droplets are landing on your face from from fellow uh, diners and it's like I think people have, have loosened up a little bit since then, right? We've we've had we've been dealing with this for a while now, but it wasn't enjoyable. You know, it, mm-hmm. the whole point of this is it's not just going out and consuming food. You can do that at home. It's an experience, and these guys work so hard to design these amazing you know dishes and have a great atmosphere in their restaurants, and even to work to, to do it outside. And at the end of the day it's impossible for them to provide the things that the, 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 di- the people who are coming to the restaurants actually want. Yeah. You know, you've, you've really yeah. just hampered this inco- economy to a level that is, uh, I mean, we certainly never lived through anything like this before. My, f- my favorite hamburger place in all of uh, Texas, uh, Twisted Root, mm. still, still closed. They've is been it, closed, closed and they're continuing to be closed uh, in most of their locations. I think in Shreveport, Louisiana or someplace, they've got a couple of restaurants open, but all all of the restaurants in the DFW area still closed. And I think they've even filed Chapter 11 bankruptcy. 
So, I mean, I, I don't know how people are surviving it. I don't know what you're doing for livelihood. Uh, but when you once had such a successful operation that you have, that you now have restaurants all over the place, you've gone from one to 20 or 30 or whatever, and now you've had to be closed all this time, it just devastated your business. So how do you ever, how do you ever get that back? You, you just can't. And the government can't make everybody whole. Everybody who has declared bankruptcy and who has shut down, they're not, they're not all going to be made whole again by the U.S. government or not a possible. state government. It's, it's just not, not possible. It can't possible. happen. No. So this is a tragedy, and, and I really feel p- for people who've lost their livelihoods like that. It's really a shame. 888-727-BECK. More coming up in one minute. If you're not going out to restaurants, you want to be uh, cooking at home. Uh, Rectech makes a perfect gift this holiday season. R-E-C-T-E-Q. It is the best way. I mean, it's the best uh, grill, uh, the best way that you can, uh, you can, uh, I mean, like if you're the type of person who doesn't really know much about barbecue grilling and you're not particularly good at it, uh, you can be fantastic on a Rectech. You can do all the things that every all the best people can do on a Rectech because it, they make it super easy. You can actually it's a smart grill, so you can actually go through and you can look at all the stuff, the temperature, uh, everything that's going on. You can monitor it on an app on your phone. Uh, it is it's truly an amazing uh, product and is a great great gift. Follow Rectech on all social media. Sign up for their newsletter R E C T E Q. It's a Q at the end. Rectech.com. R E C T E Q. dot com. Ten second station ID. Pat and Stu for Glenn. Uh, let's go to Daniel in Texas. Hey, Daniel, you're on the Glenn Beck program with Pat and Stu. Hi, how are y'all doing today? Good, good. All right, I have a quick question. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to know with everything that's going on in the USA, mm-hmm. uh, when are the governors and the legislate and the Supreme Court in Texas going to say, hey, you know what, we have had enough of all this stuff we are going to go ahead and take ourselves out of the states how would that (laughs) help texas and how would that hurt texas Hmm. uh good question thanks daniel uh i don't see that happening but uh that's something that always comes up when times (laughs) get tough or when times aren't tough uh, or every time you walk oh. into a place in Texas, uh, <laughs> yes. that's, someone brings it up but all that's, the time. Those are the only times that secession ever comes up in Texas <laughs> is good times, bad times, in all between times, times yeah. all times mm-hmm. uh, people are asking about secession. Um, but it's not it's not going to happen. Can we constitutionally do it? I think what would happen is. Uh, there'd be civil war. Uh, so I don't, I don't really want that. I don't really. I, we want tried that. it once. Yeah, it didn't and work look, out that well. You know, uh, I'm glad we got rid of slavery. <laughs> would have rather done it without the whole civil war thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, would have rather just made it. You know, just amended the constitution and yeah. got that over with. Uh, you know, I mean, look, uh, I like the country. Uh huh. I, I kind of like the United States yeah, of America. I, I like the way that it is. I love Texas. It's fantastic here. But I would say mm-hmm. I'd rather kind of stay. Let's 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 make the country better. <laughs> And that's kind of where I would like to go mm-hmm. instead of worrying about all of us yeah. seating separately. It would, it would cause less trouble. Yeah, uh, actually. I think so. so uh, John in Georgia, you're on the Glenn Beck program. Hi. Yes. Uh, hi. How you doing? Good. Um, so just wanted to touch base real quick. You were speaking about um, musicians being out of work. And 
Uh, one thing that is uh, lost in that discussion is the entire events industry uh, went out of business uh, March 15th, and that equates to around 12 million people who work in that industry, many of them in gig worker uh, economy, who are basically out of work, have no prospects for going back to work mm-hmm. until events can happen again. And uh, there seems to not be much conversation happening uh, around this segment of the economy, which is really large. It's concerts, it's corporate events, it's business meetings, it's weddings, it's, it's everything that is a gathering of people. Uh, we're talking about the stagehands and the, um, the sound guys and the lighting guys yeah. and the video technicians. All yep. of those people are completely out of work yeah, the, and have the no banquet business. for work yeah. until we get back to work. Right. Um, and uh, it's the audiovisual business that um, uh, I own an AV company, and we've been shut down since March. And uh, mm. I don't know how much longer we'll last. Yeah, it's really, you know, I, honestly, one of the first extra days I really was like, wait a minute, this is different. This is, I mean, I had seen, there are times I remember there's certain writers that I follow who who said things and I was like, gosh, if this person is, where Matt Ridley's the guy, when he first reported something, he was like, he wrote something about it and he was like, this is actually might be different. This is, this one we should take seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that was my one of my first moments of panic. But I would say the first thing that really like hit me in a way that I, I I don't think I'll ever forget was South by Southwest canceling. People, people might not remember that. It's the biggest, like basically vi- biggest entertainment and, and like technology festival in America. It brings, it's something like a $300 million economic impact in Austin, Texas. They just flat out canceled. And they just canceled it. They canceled it on March 4th. I mean, looking back at that, it's, uh, it was a full week before the NBA did it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and all the leagues started shutting down, and, and a couple weeks before we were in like nationwide shutdown, they 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 just canceled it. And I remember thinking, you don't just cancel that. Like, what are you talking? Like, it, it hit me as like that is incredible. I mean, that was really they were they were you know honestly way out ahead of that and understanding how big this was going to be because yeah. at that time that is not, That's not what people, people were not were in that thinking. place. No. Yeah, people were thinking, oh well, maybe we, you know, we might have to change things around a little bit. This is getting a little weird. But people were not at the point where they thought shutdowns were coming, and they canceled that whole thing. God only knows. I mean, you know, Louisiana went famously went ahead with Mardi Gras, and uh, it didn't work out all that well mm-hmm. uh, for Louisiana. Um, so it is one of those mm-hmm. things where that entire industry, you know, banquets, uh, conventions, uh, you know, concerts stand-up comedians yes and, and that and everyone tied to those businesses these people all have basically no prospect for employment and haven't for nine months i had a similar experience uh to your shock and awe uh when our church christmas party was canceled last week it hit me like whoa you can't cancel the the church christmas party wow yeah we're not gonna have a company yeah. christmas party this year are we i don't think so are we I can't imagine. Sarah, Sarah usually knows those things. You yeah. don't know those things? No. No? Okay. She's drunk. Uh, but Actually, <laughs> it was. Uh, I was kind of relieved when the church Christmas party was canceled. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was okay with that. I will say. And I'm okay with the company Christmas party being yeah, canceled. there's a lot of parties we're getting out of this year, and we're all kind of excited about it. Let's <laughs> be honest. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, let's face it. There are some benefits 
Uh, you don't get invited to weddings anymore. Right. Uh, you know, this is, I'm turning around on this whole COVID thing. <laughs> you know, I Maybe will it's say. it's not such a bad idea. People are like, oh, these masks, these masks, <laughs> this is terrible. It's tyranny. Yeah, but you know what? No one ever talks to me anymore. <laughs> like, I never I have to deal with a conversation in public ever again. Because uh-huh. you're just, I got a mask right. on. We're going we're to start talking to each other? No. Exactly. I walk right by them. And I don't have to see their face. I don't have to look at them. You go That's kind of nice. You go into CVS now and they say, hi, sir. How's your day been going? so far and you don't have to hear that anymore because no. they know i got a mask on and they know how my day is going it sucks i'm wearing a mask right now so i don't die that's how it's going don't even ask me uh, and usually they don't i know it's funny too you get like you know i didn't i i, I want to go visit uh my relative at the nursing home um and i can't do it and you're like wait a minute last tuesday when you were allowed to do it, you didn't show up either let's be honest about it they've been sitting there by themselves for six months <laughs> the Zoom calls more than these poor people have had. That's kind of sad. Yeah, because in some cases that uh, has been going on for years. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess we do. Oh, man. You know, we're going to get all these things back <laughs> maybe next year. And all of a sudden, hey, now you can go to everyone's wedding. Oh, come on. No, I'm too scared. That's I'm wh- still too scared. That's why I did a T-shirt that just says, uh, sorry, can't make it, self-quarantined. That's going to keep using that for an excuse for years and years and years. <laughs> is the Glenn Beck program. If you haven't noticed, it's starting to get cold out there now that winter's here. And with the change of seasons and temperature, things tend to go wrong under the hoods of our cars a lot more frequently. You might have mastered the subtle art of driving over ice, but that won't do you a lot of good when your engine goes kaput on the drive to work. You need something that, uh, in place that will keep you from having to worry about it, and that is CarShield. With CarShield, you can get the best available service for covered repairs, either from the dealership or from your mechanic of choice. They offer roadside assistance, rental car when you need it, and they're going to deal with the repair people for you. You don't have to deal with that. No hassles. Customize a plan for yourself today. Don't wait until the check engine light comes on. Uh, we Everybody used to, you know... Car repairs are a nightmare, but with CarShield, you have peace of mind. Get coverage today and see why CarShield cars go further. Call 800-665-2157 and mention the code BECK or visit carshield.com and use the code BECK. You save 10%. carshield.com, the code is BECK, or give them a call, 800-665-2157, carshield.com. The code is BECK, 10% off. A deductible may apply, carshield.com. Glenn Beck, Stephen Crowder, Stuber Gear, Dave Rubin, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all the conservative voices at blazetv.com. Promo code Glenn. Pat and Stu for Glenn, 888-727-BECK. We may have played this yesterday, but uh, just as a reminder, uh, here's what uh, Joe Biden is saying about your holiday season that's coming up, because, you know, everything's got to change now, right? You you couldn't have anybody over for, for Thanksgiving? Uh, Well, even more so for Christmas. I hope you all are listening as with all the trouble you're going through, you cannot be traveling during these holidays. You got that? As much as you want. I I have a large family. Okay. We are, you probably, uh, I used to, Brock used used to to kid me about it. I mean, everything for me is family, beginning, middle, and end. When one comes, Mm. everybody comes. You think I'm joking? I'm not. Why would I think you're joking? That is such a weird weird. thing that he does all the time. You think I'm joking. I'm not joking. No, nobody thinks you're joking. No. Why do you always say that? I don't know. He, it's like a weird tick he has. Uh-huh. He, he throws that into sentences all the time when everyone's sitting there like, they're not, they're not laughing, they're bored. Right. <laughs> That's different. a totally different thing. I, I don't even care, let alone think you're joking. I've seen people go away every Thanksgiving. 
mm-hmm. my deceased son before he passed away. Uh, we'd all go away and we'd go away on Thanksgiving to be just a, a nuclear family. Mm-hmm. Mom, dad, sons, daughters, husbands, wives, grandchildren. Cousins? And, uh, Second cousins? We were the first time. We, mm-hmm. had a, we had a Thanksgiving with my wife and myself. Right. My daughter in the region and her husband, who's a doctor region. in the region. In the region. That's it. Okay. That's All it. my Regional other kids, doctor. everybody else in the family mm-hmm. was on Zoom oh, on Thanksgiving, which doesn't... Well, Christmas is going to be a lot harder. Oh. And, you know, I, want, I don't want to scare anybody here, but understand the facts. I love this. Here we go. He's not a fear monger. It's Republicans that fear monger. He doesn't want to scare anybody, but... We're likely to lose another 250,000 people dead between but, now and uh, January. Okay, that's okay. It's a lot. He doesn't want to scare anybody, but we are likely to have a quarter of a million people <laughs> dead between now and January. Now, well, January is in, uh, what, 26 28 days? 28 days. It's December you know, 20, 4th. Right. Yeah. Okay. So 28 days. So mm-hmm. four, So you're basically looking at about 10K a day, which would be high. <laughs> uh, would be high. We've never the, cleared 3,000 in a day. Yeah, it's 2,700 right now. Right. And it's, you know, we probably will break those records in it, you know, over the next few weeks. I mean, I, it probably will happen. It is very but widespread right now. will it go right to 10,000 I'm going to go to 10,000. I, I will be very surprised if it hits that number. I think so. Uh, I th- so I was trying to figure out where he got this number from. We were joking about this in the break. I'm like, it, it's possible he could say... Globally, mm-hmm. 10,000 people a day will die, which is about the level we're at now. Is he trying to say that? If you look mm-hmm. at some of these estimates, he says from now until January. Does that mean he, you, do you give him January? Like, I mean, until January to me says till December 31st. Yeah. Right. I mean, yes. if you include January in the estimates and take and go the all worst the way to the 31st, estimates, you go all the way to the January, or, yeah, January 31st, and you take the worst case scenario. You might be able to get there. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. I mean, like if you're at, if the worst possible thing happens and you will get, which is really stretching to give him all of January. I mean, he said until January. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think you could do that. More, more likely he just screwed it up. Because if we give him till January 31st, well, now we've given him till February is how that would be, right? Right. Until you would have to, in order for him to be correct, you would have to say until February. But like that University of Washington model says that that's possible. Now, of course, that also oh, wow. means that there's no vaccine, right? Yeah. Like if you have a vaccine that inoculates 30 million people by that time, I mean the, the number's going to be a lot different. But don't they also say uh if the, you have to relax restrictions yes. in order to do that and it's going the other way. Yeah, think about the yeah, think about that's a great point. I mean think about what that means. It, it, it says uh it, it's an estimate that it, it revolves around uh easing mandates. We are not we are doing the Nobody's exact opposite. People are adding new mandates. Yeah. Now, the effect of mandates is very overblown very overblown you go and look at the mask mandate states forget even whether the masks work or not for a second just throw that away for a second just look at what happens in states with mask mandates and states without mask mandates what's the difference in percentage of people who actually wear masks it's like 15 percent. i want to say it's like in a state like south dakota about 65% of people are wearing masks regularly. Even when there's not Even a when mandate. there's not a mandate. And in like Washington, D.C. was, I think, the highest. It was something like 80% of people were wearing masks, even though there is a mandate. Hmm. Not everyone listens, right? And mm-hmm. and the same in South Dakota. A lot of people are wearing masks just because they think it might be helpful. 
right? And let's just wear them. You know, sometimes they're mandated in stores. You know, there's there's other reasons. But like when you look at statewide policy, there are really good personal liberty reasons to argue about those things. When it comes to pragmatic actual effects, people generally speaking make their own decisions. Mm-hmm. They make their own decisions, and they're gonna they're gonna err on the side of being cautious. Yeah, I mean, like usually. I, 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 the mask thing is interesting because you could look at a lot of the studies. Some show very little benefit from masks. Some show decent benefit from masks. Nothing shows. It's not a panacea. There is no. Mm-hmm. It's not a cure for COVID. It, 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 like yeah. e- even the best, the most optimistic studies on masks will show like you might cut your chance of getting of, of it spreading by like fifty percent, which is something that's significant. Mm. But when it's not, when you're talking about not. Uh, not letting people make their own personal choice and instead throwing a mandate on their head, right? The standard for a government to mandate something should be really high. Like, I don't want any of it. But even if you do want mandates, it should be incredibly high bar you have to clear as far as benefit. On the other side, for your personal use, it should be pretty low. Like, if you think there's a 10% chance that it'll help eh, and it's not really going to interrupt your life too much, you're probably going to do it. That's why Mm -hmm. a lot of people are... You know, they're they're doing their dinners outside. They're standing, you know, they're standing a few feet away from each other. Even if they don't necessarily, they don't necessarily worry themselves. They'll take some steps. Yeah. You know, and then yeah, you can. That's that's a much more sensible way for a country to deal with it. You know, let, let give people reliable information. Let people say, hey, this might help, might not. Mm-hmm. But you know, hey, if you want to take some steps that might help, I think most people would say that, right? Like, if if you have a a safety feature on your car that might help in a few percent of cases. All things being equal, you probably throw it on your car if it's cheap. If it's really expensive, you won't. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how you make decisions. You're able to take a cost-benefit analysis and look at how your risk, you know, is in life. And you try to judge that risk. That's how we all live. That's why we go 65 on the highway and not three. Because <laughs> if we went three, we wouldn't die in car accidents ever. We also don't go 170. You know, whether the mandate is there or not. Now, Pat, of course, does go 170. That's why he gets 15 speeding tickets a, a week. Yeah, once in a while. I'll do 170, 175, something like that. Yeah, but that's, but you know, you're, you're, you're not in the norm on that one. No, no. probably not. Mm. Uh, Bernadette, hi. You're on uh, the Glenn Beck program with Pat and Stu. Hi, you hi. guys are doing great. Thank I you. just have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, before, God help us, Biden takes over, does he have to have a shall we say, a physical by the White House doctors? And what if he doesn't pass mental, mental capacity? You know, you almost should have to do that. Uh, but no, uh, there's no physical that he must take before he, goes, before he takes office that I'm aware of. No, I mean, like Trump, uh, appreciate it, if you remember, Trump released a letter from his doctor saying he was the most healthy person in the universe or something. Remember that? Most uh, in history. I in think history. he was the most healthy person ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually <laughs> candidates will disclose basics about their health. There, there, it's, there's no constitutional requirement for no. something like that, though. There it, is a constitutional requirement uh, to have mental capacity, however. It's just done through the 25th Amendment, not through some doctor's uh, order. You can right. you can throw someone out if you don't think they are, but that that is their cabinet. It would have to be Biden's cabinet who did that. Obviously, we remember that they were, you know, there, were t- there was talk at times about that happening with Trump from people who didn't like Trump. Like, oh, use the 25th Amendment, just throw them out. I mean, the chances of this happening are basically zero. But if and when it does happen where he's to the point where he just can't function and it's 
totally obvious. Yeah, It'll be it a could. complete surprise to everybody. Whoa! Shocking. No one saw that coming. Who would have known that his cognitive abilities are declining? Right. There's, there was no way to tell. There was no indication of that, certainly. Yeah. And I don't want to say by the claim. Way, I don't. I don't want to say that there's zero chance that he steps down because he's losing his mind. Right. That is, you know, much <laughs> more likely than zero percent. I'm saying the actual, the actual process of the 25th Amendment being utilized is incredibly unlikely. Right. The pressure yeah, it of is. it would likely make him resign. It's just uh-huh. like you know, like Nixon. Right. He didn't actually get thrown out of office. He right. would have been thrown out of office if he stayed. You, you get to yeah. that level. He's just going to resign. Or it might get to the level of, let's say, Woodrow Wilson, who had a severe yeah. stroke and he was just incapacitated. And they just hid that from the American people for two years yeah. while his wife took over the country. Incredible. I mean, at the 25th Amendment, the only time it actually gets used is like it's someone, you know, a, a, a president needs to get surgery and go under anesthesia. Yeah. Right? You, so like for a few and hours. you have to know about that. Yeah. Like it, the, the, the government needs to know. And the vice president, be, you know, like mm-hmm. takes the leadership role there. Uh, but, you know, as far as it like the cabinet gathering around and plotting against them, that happens in House of Cards. It could happen in a Biden administration if it gets bad or if just Kamala really wants the gig. And I um, think she does. But she does. But I think it would likely happen in more of a resignation process if Probably. the writing on the wall was seen. Yes. Uh, Nikki in Pennsylvania. Hi. Hi, guys. Merry Christmas and uh, you too. God bless you. Thanks. You too. Same to you. So my, uh, I, I, I'm kind of interested to see what's going to happen with the character of Elliot Page on Umbrella Academy. Because, because, <laughs> no, yeah, she, yeah. She plays Vanya. Yeah. Um, is she going to become Vaughn? Is she going to be a man, um, a brother now? Good is question. She, you know, she was she she was a lesbian who corrupted a you know. A married woman so what that mm, right that character i'm not watching the show but i mean it is interesting because she now i think it was Thanks, last Nikki. year ellen page came out as a lesbian mm-hmm. so she was in the woke world she was allowed to play that role on umbrella academy because she also was a lesbian mm-hmm. however now she is not a lesbian no, she's she's a man. We're told. So I guess she's hetero. So now if she's, she's a heterosexual women. male. If Which, she likes women. By the way, I think her preferred pronoun is certainly not her any longer. Uh, so sorry, I it's, wish. Point of personal would, privilege. Yeah, oh, go sorry. ahead. Yes. Go ahead. Please do mm-hmm. not use gendered language to right. to address <laughs> everyone. <laughs> okay, thank okay. you. So I didn't mean to do that. Uh, I, but I, I think she likes they. I think it's is it in he they. It, she, I think she... Can we check on that? I don't know. We'll, mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll check on it. But uh, I, I saw a, an article that was referring... He, they. He, they? Mm-hmm. Okay. He, they. <laughs> All right. So they were referred to as they... But also you could refer to uh, Ellen Page as he, who is now Elliot Page. But my point did is, though... Did you just dead name her? I did. Uh, but the point is, <laughs> doesn't... So Ellen Page doesn't exist is what we're supposed to right. believe, right? Yes. But that's I, a great question because she's in the middle of a role yeah. on on Umbrella Academy, which I do watch, uh, have watched, and I've watched both seasons. It's good. And it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun. It's a different kind of show. It's written by, uh, who was it? Is it written by some rock star wrote it? And I can't remember. Is it um, uh, uh, My Chemical Romance okay. guy, maybe? Or, yeah, is it My Chemical Romance? Gerard Way? Yeah, he wrote he wrote it, and it's it's actually really good. Anyway, she is she does My play chemical romance. Yes, as uh, Nikki pointed out, he they was 
she, her on the show. And so now that they've established that for two whole seasons, I don't know how they're going to handle it. I mean, she has to step down from this role. You would think so, right? Every role. In fact, I think she should have to get, shouldn't she give up her royalties for Juno where she played a pregnant girl? Yes. I mean, she should have to give up all those royalties. Yes. I would, I would assume this is something that, I mean, how many times did she take roles that girls or women could have played wow. when she supposedly was a man the whole time. That's a really good point. I think it's, it's I think it's wrong. I mean, we it's saw wrong. this. You know, as, as ridiculous wrong. as this conversation is, last year at least, or no, this year at least twice, there were uh, white women actors, mm-hmm. not actresses, but actors mm-hmm. who voiced characters that were not the exact same as them. So therefore, I'm outraged by that, by the way. Right. Like, there was one woman who was a mixed mixed race. Yeah. And she was voicing a mixed race character. Uh-oh. However, it was However. a different mix. So she had to give up the role. <laughs> I'm serious. That is legitimately that is so a thing that happened. Stupid. So stupid. But if they had to do that, mm. then certainly he, they has to do it now. Exactly. He, can't, he they can't continue Thank to you. play a role that a she, her should be playing. Appreciate that. Especially a, now a she, her mm. that liked a she, her, she was qualified for that role. Now that she's a he, they and still likes she, hers. She's now, now a straight white male. Are the straight, wor- the right. worst thing in the planet. Exactly. A right. straight white male. If you're gonna <laughs> transition, transition to something good. Not a straight white male. That's the last thing we need is more of them. Triple eight seven two seven back. Let's talk about uh, Omaha Steaks. They got a big delivery uh, for the holidays, oh, yes, right? Yes, please. Back. Yes. Uh, this is a great package. It's the Omaha Steaks Deluxe Grillers Assortment. Uh, you will get four perfectly aged, 100% American grain finished steaks. The ultimate in tenderness, juiciness, and flavor. I just grilled these up for the family uh, a few days ago, and... They were so delicious. Not to mention four mouth-watering burgers, eight boneless chicken breasts, and eight gourmet jumbo franks. They are so big, I barely got my mouth around the uh, jumbo franks. They are gigantic. (laughs) Plus, you get eight scalloped potatoes and eight caramel apple tartlets. They even take care of your dessert. And your seasoning, a jar of their signature seasoning as well. Use the promo code BECK. You'll get four additional burgers and a digital meat thermometer for free. Go to omahasteaks.com. Enter the promo code BECK into the search bar. That's omahasteaks.com. Promo code BECK. Pat and Stu for Glenn. Uh, let's go to Adam in Ohio. Hey, Adam, you're on the Glenn Beck program with Pat and Stu. Hi there. I wanted to talk about our friend Uncle Joe, if he <laughs> were to step foot into the White House. Mm-hmm. So he has this 100-day mask mandate idea, Mm. which has got to be one of the stupidest things, in part because he's going to be able to claim success and have nothing to do with it. Wait, why are you saying it's stupid? It's not stupid for him. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. Because after 100 days, I mean, that takes you to May 1st. You've had two and a half or so months of warming weather outdoor activities oh, resuming and yeah. the vaccine right you're gonna and have the 50 vaccine. million people vaccinated by then probably and then he'll take credit appreciate it thanks a lot adam he'll take credit for all That's of that point. even though it was donald trump who yeah. got those things moving forward at the pace they moved right I mean, they it, are if this vaccine works as well as they say this will be joe biden's vaccine it will somehow, they will retrofit somehow. this to be yeah. Joe Biden's success story. Nothing could be further from the truth. Amazing.